Hello, Michigan State fans, and welcome to the Rivalry Week edition of the Press Quarters podcast. I'm Andrew Bell, joined with Ronnie, joined here by Ronnie Plazinski. Ronnie, let's just cut to the chase. It's Michigan Week. Michigan State is hosting the undefeated number six ranked Wolverines in East Lansing. You're going to be there. Your family's going to be there. Your family's best friends are going to be there. All Spartan fandoms descending on East Lansing. Are you ready? I don't know. I don't know if oh, I'm ready. I mean, like, I am just, so pumped. You just, you just got me pumped up the entire broadcast to come out. I'm so excited. So and here you go. I'm, listen, Chill no, no, no. I'm saying I'm not ready because it's Tuesday and my, like, anxiety oh, oh. is high. I'm barely sleeping. I am so freaking pumped. I mean, Andrew, you can attest to me texting you, like, literally at, like, midnight, like, I think we're going to win. I think we're going to lose. I, I mean, I'm all over the map. Uh, I am so pumped. I mean, and this is kind of what we've talked about from the beginning of this podcast and this year. Uh, when we started doing well, when we beat Miami, when we beat Nebraska, you know, we wanted to get to this game. Could we get to the bye week undefeated? And now we have a national stage set in front of us. We have number six versus number eight. Somehow jump by Oregon, which makes no sense. We have College Game Day, who would, was doing everything not to come to East Lansing. That Michigan was trying not to let them come to East Lansing. We got the Fox College Game Day. We have every recruit that ever existed in the world on campus against Michigan, our arch rival, 7-0. and Oh, my God. Andrew, I am on cloud nine. I am pumped. Am I ready? I will say this. Michigan Week is my favorite week of the year. Michigan Week is my least favorite week of the year. The anxiety, the stress. But it's it's what we live for. We're lucky that we get to do it at this level. Uh, I you know, Cloud Nine is just uh, it's something else. So, what? How are you feeling? Uh, how are you dealing with me on a like anxiety level? Um, putting my text messages on mute during work hours has been been a godsend, um, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> you know? All right, it's third and seven. Do you think we can defend the wheel route? I'm like Ronnie. It's Tuesday. Let's 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 chill out here. Um, no, I'm. I was uh, watching Michigan kind of methodically handle Northwestern as they've kind of methodically handled everyone this year. I was kind of feeling a little, a little not down, just kind of like, okay, this the, Michigan's a solid team, right? They're they're a like, and I don't mean just solid as in okay, they're kind of average. I mean they are genuinely a physical line of scrimmage, solid football team. And, um, you know, state really hasn't played to, you know, a, a sound opponent. And I remembered neither is Michigan. So let's, you know, let's, let's chill out here. And then I started listening to some of the, the, the right, you know, anytime I, not that I need any extra juice, but every now and then, you know, to really, to really fire up, you, uh, you want to listen to what the other side's saying. I listened to some, some Michigan podcasts on, on Monday and blood boiling. I mean, these, these guys, I swear, um, not a, not an ounce of respect given. And then they complain about, you know, being a Sparty that doesn't like, that needs disrespect, blah, 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 blah. Couldn't give an itch. Excuses already starting about how Tucker can get to the transfer portal because of academic standards, something, something, something. I mean, they're already setting it up in their mind to make excuses if they lose, but they still want to chirp as if they're going to win. I mean, they really want their cake and eat it too. And it's just so, it's the same song and dance, Ronnie, every year for the last 15 plus, you know, when they, when they were clowning D'Antonio in 2007 with the little brother comment and everything since then, uh, if state beats them, 
oh, well, we were down or, you know, it was raining on our side of the field or, you know, Mercury was in retrograde and that threw off my chi or whatever other excuses they give. Um, but yet since I think they went in with kind of the philosophy that this year was going to be a tough year. And so I think there's been a little bit of struggle in this, in the psychology of the fan base to really generate what we've come accustomed to that kind of Michigan arrogance, but Oh, Ronnie, Oh, it's back, buddy. It's gloriously back. back. It's so back. It's so, it's just, there's just something, there's just something right where, uh, where uh, they come into this game. Just so just, just cocky, you know, no, no, no credit given any, any big play on Michigan state side is a fluke. Oh, well, you know, they just rely on big plays. Uh, you're, you're telling me it's better to gain a lot of yards on a single play instead of less yards that that's, that's okay to do. Um, you know, so I, I you know, let's listen to folks, you know, run down Kenneth Walker running down Jalen Naylor. Um, you know, I, I listened to this, I, you know, I listened to this whole, you know, we mash, you know, Blake Corum and Hassan Haskins are, are, are better than, you know, clearly better than, than Kenneth Walker. He's got these, these, you know, cotton candy yards. Well, do, 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 do you sons of, you know, what, uh, the only reason you know about cotton candy is because you've been riding a clown car of fandom for the last 20 years. So, you know, get out of here, get out of here. You want, you want some, come get some. That's, that's all I got to say. Um, oh. and so I'm, 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 I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I love that. You know, and this just the disrespect from like, not, it's just like the Michigan players in general. Like I, I would say Michigan state owned Devin Gardner. Right. And he had the audacity to get on the air yeah. and talk about how, you know, they only really lost in 2014 because they put a stake in the ground and Michigan state got mad. What are you talking yeah. about? I mean, we literally destroyed them that game. They had nowhere. They had no business being in the stadium. And he has the audacity. He like literally collapsed at the end of that game out of like exhaustion. And he's going to come out and say that kind of stuff. It just shows the arrogance. You got Braylon Edwards coming out there. Listen, Braylon was a fantastic Wolverine. Did well against Michigan State. Obviously had the big comeback game. He can talk about his games, but sometimes they come up with these takes about how we're overrated and they're com- he's coming at Michigan State fans like they're racist. It's just the straight disrespect that we get from their fan base. And honestly, their team and our team are just like – their team just matches their fan base, right? Like I was watching all their film. There's They chirp so much. They have these crazy excessive celebrations. They're always going wild. Not our players. You know, we hand the ball to the ref. I mean it just shows like a different level of, I don't know, respect for the game, respect for like – college football in general it's just so their fan base it's their team is their fans their fans of their team it's truly like i know we have green glasses and we're on the michigan state side of things but man would i just looking at it from the outside i don't know how you could be a michigan fan it's it's actually disgusting oh man ronnie you're really you're really making me happy here we're we're we're, the vitriol's flying oh it's Um, it's been flying since i don't know last tuesday i don't know and and, and 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 you know here here here's the difference. I don't mind I don't mind admitting that Michigan has a good team. They're good. Look, they're seven and zero. They've played a bunch of patsies, kind of like Michigan State. I don't think any team is. I don't think either team has played another good team all year. Um, I watch. You know, probably the best team either. Squad hey, is hey Miami's coming around. Well, but, but without King. Too. I mean, sure. which in re- re- reasons he's out is because Quiveras Crouch ended his career, Crouch killed which, I, him. which yeah, which is not which is not a not a not a brag. And I really had a ton of respect for King. That I really feel bad that that happened. 
Um, but I'm just saying that 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 game ended when I mean when 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 Crouch took down King on the sideline. I mean that that was it. And yeah. he was done. I mean right out and of his so, shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't I don't I don't ever root for injuries or anything like that. But I mean I think Miami recovering from that game has been um, you know, a step in the right direction. Look, they just upset a top twenty team in NC State this past weekend or what were they, twenty three or something. Um and so I, I look Look, Michigan has a good a good offensive line, good running backs. Um, they have a good tight end, and I say good. I mean, they can be good. They don't have. I don't see. This is the this is the difference. I don't feel a need to denigrate every single player on every single position and claim that all of them are overrated. Okay, I can look at the, I can look at that roster up and down, watch them play, and say, you know what? Generally, it's a pretty fundamentally good team. That's yeah. fine. They don't blame it. That. Actually makes, don't, it actually makes me mad. It actually makes me mad because, like, normally when we do this and we look at them, like, there's like these huge fundamental flaws within them. Like, when Denard Robinson was on the team, like, there was huge flaws in him. And every year, 2014, 2015, there was always something, there was a flaw in there. And this year, I don't see like a big fundamental flaw. I mean, it makes me mad, but at least we can look at it and respect it. Like, you know, they have a damn good offensive line. I didn't see that coming. They have two really good running backs. I didn't see that coming. So, I mean, we can at least look at it from the outside and be like, you know what? I respect this team. They're better than I thought they were going to be. And that that's okay. We can say that. We're not sitting here saying, oh, they suck. You know, they're good. They're a good football team. Yeah. And, and to be clear, good doesn't mean unbeatable by any means. I, this is, this is, this is a very, it's a very, very even game. And I think that's a test. Look, it's a testament to both teams. Both teams are, are good. That's, that's, that happens. It's been rare in this rivalry, but right now, I think both teams are good. I think both are, I mean, all but guaranteed to win at least nine games, maybe even 10 with the way Penn State's playing, you know, with a lot, you know, the loser of this one's going to lose to Ohio State because Ohio State, um, and the winner will also probably lose to Ohio State. And, <laughs> but other than that, you know, who else is left on the schedule? You know, they got to play Indiana. We got to play Purdue. Um, you know, Maryland. State, it, looks, it looks like a former shell of themselves now. Yeah, but th- that's what I'm saying. That that's the only other game that the other two teams are are, are you know other than Ohio State are, are going to be fa- not favored in. Um, and so, fine. You know, that's okay. That's okay. You can still have a good season and, and lose this game now. I don't. That's not. That's not a mentality I'm bringing into this contest. I want to beat them by sixty points. Want to beat them by sixty points every year, you know. Somehow they score negative points, even better. I, you know, that's that that's that's what a rivalry is. Um, but at the same time, you know, as I'm looking at the game, I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Oh, every single good play they have that must be a fluke." No, it's not. Just the same way when when Walker rips off a big run, it's not a fluke. It's blocked well. He makes a cut. He makes three guys miss. Bang, hits it. You know, that's a. That's football. That's making plays, you know, and, and this whole thing where it like, it, it, it's like they can't wrap their, it's like they just, they, they think it's last year's offense, except, you know, the big 10 leading number of plays over 40 yards. Yeah. You know, other than all those fluky giant plays that seem to happen almost every game, you know, state doesn't really do anything. And I just don't get it. What, 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 what does it cost you to acknowledge that you know your opponent might be it only you know, sets you up okay. for failure it only really sets you up for failure well, like it's, you, they talk so much that like if they do lose they, the only thing they can do is come up with excuses because 
by the way they talk, there's it's inexcusable for them to win this game. And they really like to harp on the Nebraska game. They've been really harping on the Indiana game. And I, I've seen a bunch of that stuff. You know, Walker's not that good. Couldn't really run against Indiana. That team's two and five. Walker's not that good. Couldn't get much going against Nebraska. We racked up over 200 yards in that game against them. And, and when you look at those games, you know, things are forgotten in there that, you know, that Nebraska game was after Miami um, with Thorne hurt and not playing super well. And then the Indiana game, we talked about the team was exhausted. And I mean, going back and watching that film, there was little mistakes made by the linemen that, that are tired plays. And one player making a mistake, and Thorne said this uh, in his press conference this week, and it was so true. He's like, you know, I watched the film of multiple games in the past, and it's really amazing how one player not doing the right thing can blow up a whole play. And that, that, I mean, continuously happened. So they hit on these games where maybe it wasn't our best games, but man, there is zero talk of the way we played against Miami, zero talk about, again, you know, Rutgers and the explosive plays. It's like those games didn't matter. Our true colors are the games we didn't play well in. And that's just typical Michigan. Yeah. And, you know, I, I hear all this stuff about how the second half of Nebraska State didn't gain a first down. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that did happen. But if you look at, if you look at the, the return yardage, the total yards in the game gained were about even. You know, when you look at the 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 you know the national leader in total yardage, they include return yards for a reason because it matters. Field position matters, and and it wasn't just Naylor's big kickoff return or uh, punt return. There was also a big kickoff return in there, and you know the 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 disregard for. Um, you know, just just excuse making for all the good stuff and just focusing on all the bad. It's just it's the mentality of, of folks that aren't aren't really looking at this clearly. And um, you know, look, Michigan's a good team. They do have flaws. In fact, I think they have a couple glaring flaws. Maybe glaring is a strong word, but but exploitable flaws that I think their opponents today haven't played. And I know they're caught up on the record. Oh, State hasn't played a team with a winning record. Okay, well, you played two decent MAC teams great. They have winning records. Congratulations. You played the same Nebraska team, the same Rutgers team state played. Um, and you know what? The net results uh, actually favor state. You know, state blows and, and out a Rutgers. Dead, and a dead Washington team. They played a dead Washington team. Oh, I mean, the corpse of Washington. I mean, this the is corpse, I mean, riddled, riddled with COVID from everything I read. And they just lost like an 0-5 Arizona or something like that. No, no, no. They beat Arizona barely. 21 oh, 16. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Arizona. Um, oh, they did something just like really dumb clock management at the end of the game and it cost them the game. That, that, that's gotcha. what Don Brown's co- co- coaching now. The standard. Yeah. The graveyard of Michigan and, coaches. Yeah, Rich Rodriguez. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You're right. Um, but I think that goes to the. Um, you know, and, and, and we'll get into some technical stuff right now. I think we want to get a little vitriol out here and just spice spice things up a little bit. Um, look, I've never the the best indication that your team is actually doing well is when your rival wants your coach to leave. And I have never seen a fan base more happy to hear about outside interest than when the rumor that um, Tucker was being looked at by LSU. Right? I mean, that's it. That's what they want. They want. They're like hard to bring on it so much. They're like that. They're, they're like, like like they're like like Saban. He's gone. I'm like, dude. You guys were telling me last year that was a multi million dollar disaster, and now you're screaming at the top of your lungs. He's leaving. I'm like, come on. 
Yeah, well, I mean, look, look, look. He, the, the truth of it is, is that he 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 reshaped a chunk of the roster in the portal. Look, look. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this roster is 2013 or 2014 good, or even 2011 good. It's probably 2010 or maybe um, maybe 2017 good. Um, I, I think they they have a lot of talent in the starters, and I think the depth isn't there, especially at the skill positions. I think you have you have the three good receivers, you have a good running back, and I don't think there's much behind it. And part of the reason they're, they're having struggles to, I think, pull away from uh, opponents in the second quarter, and sometimes some some issues in the um, with the offense stalling has to do with offensive line talent, which is one of the hardest things to ever um, uh, to develop. And quite frankly, I think it, it's a it's a Jimmy and Joe's issue. I mean, it's not that the offensive line is horrific. It's not horrific. It's better it's than last a, year. We're, it is. We're, it, we're we're now talking about it compared to a championship level, but we right we, we would be pleased with it compared to last year. It's just like the expectations have grown with where the season has gone. Yeah, and I think I, I think the thing to the thing to to remember. I mean, like you know, I'm looking at it. You know, they're allowing, you know, they're 26th in sacks allowed, fourth in the Big Ten. Um, but you know, they're, they're allowing what? Uh, they're allowing you know about five tackles for loss a game, four point eight nine. 60 right right in the middle six in the conference um that's okay it's not terrible but it's not great um you know Rutgers got behind the line of scrimmage quite a bit uh, Indiana got behind the line of scrimmage a bit um you know the, the the difference is really you know explosive plays on the offense and quite frankly the defense is becoming very I I, I, I finally have kind of turned the corner on the defense and understanding that it's actually pretty good um, yeah, it's 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 like the D'Antonio bias we have. Like, oh, they don't allow one rushing yard, and we think that's like the standard. And like, there's a bunch of ways to skin a cat. And the defense has been really good. We just are used to seeing a good defense in a different way. And I think that really like bogs down what we thought this defense was. But it, the numbers are really starting not to lie. I mean, you're seven games in, the numbers start to mean something. Yeah, and I mean when you have when you're 89th in total, I mean, and, and this is what Michigan's harping on, right? It, it's that you know, state's giving up a lot of yards, and the fact that they're not getting giving up a lot of points is is just a matter of time before things you know things break down. And it's in, in some extent that they're not wrong. I think they are kind of living 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 dangerously on the on the raw yardage front. I mean, they're at I think. Um, uh, like over 22 and a half yards per point, which is, which is not sustainable. They're, 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 they're going to give up some more points here or, or they're going to allow less yardage, which is really what I think is going to happen. And, and, and here's why. Um, so I states, states actually face some, some pretty good offenses, especially compared, compared to Michigan. Um, you know, Western Kentucky is the, like the eighth base ranked passing offense in terms of efficiency. And they're like number one in terms of yardage, or number two for, via yardage or something like that. Um, you know, both teams have played Nebraska, which has an admittedly pretty solid offense. Um, you know, and then, you know, my, Miami's offense is actually ranked in the top half of the country. Okay. Well, uh, Michigan basically hasn't faced anyone other than Nebraska that's in the top half of the country on their defense and they give up 29 points to Nebraska and quite frankly they should have given up 32 because Nebraska elected to go for go for it on fourth and two from their own four-yard line uh early in the first half instead of kicking a field goal ironically enough would have would have either had them with the win in the ball or uh forced overtime given how that game played out um point point being point being state on a per play basis 
their defense is better than Michigan. They're allowing fewer yards per carry, 3.32 to 3.56. They're allowing fewer yards per pass attempt, 6.07 to 6.23. And this is this is what really got me excited, Ronnie, when we were talking today. I, I, I looked at, pass, at passing yards allowed per completion, which means every time an opponent catches a ball, how many yards they gain. State gives up just 9.75 yards per completion. Okay. That's seventh in the country, seventh best in the country. And Michigan gives up 11.4 yards per completion or 49th in the country. So, you know, Michigan's raw pass yardage defense looks way better than Michigan State's. But on a per play basis, you're going to get more chunk plays against Michigan. You're going to get more yardage against Michigan. Michigan just has, hasn't faced the same number of plays. Now, part of that, and this is my big my big concern on the game, Ronnie, is definitely the third downs because state state, state gets has a problem getting off the field. Yes, you know they faced the most. They have faced the most plays of in, their 130th out of 130 teams in plays faced in a game. And Henderson is the the defender who's played the most plays in college football overall fbs yeah great yeah it's just not what you're looking for right well he's on the field every snap because again they don't have the depth that's but this is why this is why sometimes buys help sometimes buys hurt the buy really 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 helped we needed the bye week so much you can't you can't the, the team you know committing 130 plus yards of um Penalties. I mean, the, the the team the team wore down late. You know, also in in their defense, in their defense, Ronnie, they did have to play four straight games against teams wearing red jerseys, and I think it just gets confusing after a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're one hundred percent right. I, like, are, I mean, I are, can't are, figure are, that out. I, I mean, I'd be are you like, playing, are you playing Nebraska? You're playing Western Kentucky. Yeah, who are we playing? Like, which is, film is am Indiana? I watching? Yeah, exactly. All, that has got to be tough. Yeah, it's all candy stripes now. I'm seeing know, red. So, you know, yeah. Right. All the time, all the time, just red all the time. So no, <laughs> kidding aside, I mean, it, it's seven straight games is a lot. Seven straight games with four of those seven being on the road. Um, and then with, f- with like with no cupcakes besides Youngstown State. I mean, there was not one game in there like, oh, easy win besides Youngstown State. And that takes a toll on you. That's a lot of tough games to play. It is a yeah, lot of tough games the, to play in a row. You know, the, the, the argument is that, well, there are a lot of tough games because you're not that good. Well, that's not. That's true. foolish. I mean, that's just well, foolish. I'll, well, I'll tell you right now, it's trend. It's trending that, um, um, Miami, Western Kentucky, both those teams will probably be will be bowl eligible. They're both three and four. They've got some easier games coming up. Uh, I think Western Kentucky's won won their last two games. They're kind of rounding into form. I mean, it, look, look, Michigan wants to brag about. I mean, Mich- Michigan's best win, honestly. Is probably Western Michigan. Yeah, I would say Wisconsin's looking a little better right now. At Wisconsin. No, 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 because they 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 knocked they knocked Mertz out early in the second half. Remember, Mertz Mertz gets it to like thirteen to ten or something like that. Scores ten points in like three minutes at the end of that half, and then um, Daxton yeah, Hill or had, someone they had just old like, noodle. They had old Noodle Arm come in. Whoever that their backup was, I don't even know. Chase Wolf. What a what That's a his, name. That's what a name. You know, they almost they almost lost to Army. I take it all back. 
Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. But here, here's the thing about Wisconsin. You know, they and, and look, credit them for knocking out the quarterback. I mean, that's what State did against Miami. But guess what? Same margin against Wisconsin as State did against Miami, thirty-eight seventeen. But 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 their win over Wisconsin is impressive. But MSU's over Miami is fluky. Come on. I mean, it just goes. It just you. goes back. It just goes back to that. So, I mean, I think. I, I, I think the. I, I think the two teams are actually different styles, both on offense and defense. Different special teams are actually kind of close, which is kind of interesting. Um, but I think even. I think just very, very even teams overall. I think. Yeah. I think. No, go on. Sorry. Oh, no, 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 I was just going to say. I think I agree one hundred percent. I think the way they've had to win games is very different. Um, and I think like more from the macro side of things, very even teams, but Michigan State has had to face maybe a more dynamic, you know, I, I thought Indiana had maybe a more dynamic game. Miami had a more dynamic game where they had to face and Michigan State has had to win in multiple ways. They've had to run the football. They've had to throw the football. They've had to find with Michigan has had, had none of that type of adversity. And I think that might be, even though they're very even, might be where the advantage comes to Michigan State, where they've been in some bad spots already and had to find ways to win. Michigan hasn't really faced that yet. They almost puckered up and lost to Rutgers. That was their own fault. Uh, and, I mean, they got lucky that the whistle didn't blow against Nebraska. That's a great win for them, not taking away from them. Michigan State's had to find ways to win, and they've had to, they've had to take wins. and do you know? I, I just see that. What do, you mean, kind of in, what, what, what do you mean about the whistle blowing against Nebraska? That the Martinez that fumble was ridiculous. That 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 was forward progress. He should have been down. Oh, he was literally getting pushed back when that fumble came back. Like that game, Michigan loses if that doesn't happen. Like so, and listen, they won. Hats off to them. You take advantage of the plays you get. But what I'm saying is, Michigan State has had to take games that they were struggling and had to find a way to win. Whereas Michigan hasn't had to deal with that yet because they've just been able to rely on their running game. Michigan State has had to find multiple ways to win in many ways. And I think that really bodes well when they face another good team where Michigan, like we've said, doesn't really take a good team. It hasn't really played a good team. So very even, but they've won in very different ways this year. And I think that is a Michigan state advantage, which I can't stress enough is very important. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, if state plays Northern, well, and the other thing is, you know, MS, you know, Michigan's not afraid to throw deep up, you know, 40 to 10 on Northern Illinois. You know, so that this so that their new their new savior JJ McCartney or McCarthy, whatever his name is, can you know can show off for the crowd and all this other jazz. I mean, come get out of here with that. You know, it's 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 just it's it's really it, you know it, it annoys me that they run up the score against bad teams and then they think they're you know they're God's gift. It's good. Look, look, it's what they did. They do to bad teams what good teams are supposed to do to bad teams. Guess what? MSU does the same thing. Smoked Youngstown State. I mean, you were, up, were there up what forty-five to sixteen on on Western Kentucky before the uh, before that that you know that they put the second string in. And I yeah, guess I guess the, like I guess that. I guess that's the, the, you know the, the issue that the, the depth for MSU gets tested a bit more because the offense is not a ball control offense, and that's true. I that that is that is there is there is some truth to the you know MSU's kind of boomer bust on offense. Um, you know when they boom they boom pretty hard but when they bust you know there's a lot of there there are there's a tendency to go three and out three and out three and out you know two or even three times in a row um you know your defense gets thrown out there a lot and and that's i mean the numbers are great on a per play basis but they've faced so many plays the overall defenses i mean they're just on the field too much and and they are they did they did start wearing down even against some lesser opponents you know 
they get to, I mean, look, even, you know, they, they get to Ohio State after three more games of 85 plus plays a game. I mean, it's just going to be brutal. I mean, it's, it's, there's not going to be anything left in the tank. They've, they've, they've hit reset. They've been able to rest up teams ready to go. The guys that are going to be healthy are healthy. The guys that are, you know, the guys that are, are, are back the, the, you know, if the guys that are dinged up, they got healthy or healthy enough. Um, I think you'll see a, a, a little bit better fundamental tackling. I thought the tackling went down a little bit against Rutgers. It was was again, not as great against Indiana until the fourth quarter. They they pulled deep. They pulled out deep. Definitely won that game um, on guts more than anything else, uh, to be perfectly honest. Because I, when you're physically tired, it's hard to focus yeah. mentally. Right. I mean, uh, that's that, why they, I think you're going to see some offensive line improvement. I really do. I think, I mean, the offensive line has been decent this year, not good, not bad, just decent. I do think the bye week and getting healthy couldn't, you know, you don't know. And linemen are dealing with injuries from the second they step on the field game one. You know, you don't know what, what they're dealing with. And I think a, a week off and can get you healthy. I think the defensive line working on things like just simple things like hand placement, especially with a guy like Slade is what he is. He's amazing. But like a guy like Barrow, who's just scratching the surface, a simple film session with Ron Burton where he doesn't have to focus on game tape could make all the difference. And I do think like you said, 85 plays is not sustainable, but it is nice that we do have these almost hockey lines, defensive line, def- offensive line that does keep them more fresh. So even if they have to face a lot of plays, they can still be fresh later in the game, maybe to deal with a Haskins or a Corum. So I'm with you. Um, I'm with you that that's bad, but there are some benefits to the depth, at least on the offensive and defensive line. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's there's definitely, I mean, look, there's always going to be benefits to that. But um, I, I, offensive line has just not very been very impressive throughout the year um and and that's really been my you know my concern i guess in this game is that probably msu's offensive line is the weakest group between the units followed probably by michigan's corners um but without if you know if msu's o-line can't hold up then doesn't matter if your receivers are getting loose downfield right right Right. It seems like sacks hasn't been the issue, right, for them. Thorne's been pretty well protected. I think the big issue is, you know, opening up running lanes. But I, And I think this is going to be another game where Michigan State's going to have to, you know, keep Thorne clean and they're going to have to throw to run. I just think, like, neither team really runs super well in this game to begin with, as it is. I think, I think definitely we're going to have to throw to run. Um, I don't think you can be you know, two yards in a cloud of dusting early on, I think that can get you into some trouble pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we took too long to do that against Indiana. I think we were so stubborn with the run. I think we should have gone to the pass earlier. Um, I mean, it was a windy day. So yeah, I'll take, you know, that might be a little more difficult, but I think it's definitely something they have to do. Um, I think that's going to be a really difficult thing. I think at first it's going to be tough for both teams to run the ball, at least in the first quarter. Well, I, okay. Do you disagree? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I really, I really don't know because part of me thinks, yeah, you know, the, I think convention meet says, you know, pass to open up the run. I, I don't think they are. I think they want to establish dominance up front, which I think is always stupid. You know, like I let's agree. just 
well, let's, let's prove we can man them up. Okay, well, how about we prove we can win the game? Because I think I think Michigan wants to show that they, you know, that they they're hyping themselves up about Walker, about not being that good. They want to show they can shut him down, and I think they're going to come out with with that intention. And I think okay, get them focused. If if they're already thinking about Walker now. Okay, play play actions open from play one. You've already established the guy as a threat. He he's only the nation's leading rusher. I mean, so you know what else do you you know what else do you want? I mean, the whole pur- purpose of running the ball to set up play action is to establish the running back as a threat. Well, you know what? His nine hundred ninety-seven yards, I think, pretty much establishes him as a threat already, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, maybe, 100%. I, maybe I. Yeah, I mean, what do I? You know. Uh, you know, I'm not an expert, but I, I tend to think being the best running back in the country makes you makes you a pretty established threat. Oh, I'm sorry, I take it back. Sean Tucker from Syracuse has now passed Kenneth Walker as the. Uh, as How the dare you? Has you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. I didn't realize. How dare that. you? Yeah, no, no, no. He had he had a big he had a big game this past weekend against Virginia Tech. 20 carries for 122 yards. Wait a second. I don't think he. Well, wow, he's had a he's had a kids had a pretty good season how about that two three four five oh he's also already played eight games that's why <laughs> that'll do it another okay. another game does help another game does help yeah that's fair so that's what do, fair. do where okay. do we want to go where do we want to go from here do we want to go into michigan's offense or do we want to go to michigan's defense I and mean, we've been jumping around let's try to like break down one yeah, of the let's position see, groups. Get, get into the get into the the, the nitty the gritty. The, yeah, the nitty gritty. I knew you were going to say that. Um, sure. I, I guess we're talking about offense. Well, I think let's naturally gravitate there. You know, yeah. I, 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 uh, probably the thing that stands out. So you want to hear positives or negatives? Um, pick t- pick your poison. What 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 do you want to hear? I mean, I know I doesn't really matter to me. We can start with the, let's start with Michigan's Michigan's positive. Michigan's out. let's start with Michigan's positives. Let's start with their offensive line. No, 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 no. This is about Michigan State's offense against their defense. We want to oh, start with Oh, okay, okay. That's All right. So, yeah. But let's start with then uh, Michigan's defensive line and linebackers. Let's start with the negatives. Okay. The, 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 the negatives is that they are very much a see ball, get ball defense. Um, they get real, they're very aggressive. They've got a little bit of that. They, not a little bit. They got a fair amount of the still, the, the Dom Brown see ball Get, I say see ball, yes. get ball, meaning that like as soon as the ball snap, the play goes one direction, everyone's sprinting to right where the play is, even as guys slip out behind them. I yeah, watch, it's a huge mistake. I mean, I think they make they, huge mistakes on that, like way they, too aggressive. They have they they don't have great eye discipline. I think especially at the linebacker level, except for Josh Rash. I, I think he, he's <laughs> he's expensive. He's he's experienced, and you can tell it. But um, you know, they got this freshman. This freshman they really like, Junior Colson. Um, and, and then Hill, this, Hill think, Green is like I, I swear to God he Nick, never pay attention pays attention to anything. No, he's he he's like a he's like a, a poor version of Quaver. He's like a awareness set, set to forty on Madden version of Quaverius Crouch. Right, right. He's Except like, not as like Brandon. Not as Ra- he's like Brandon Randall. Yeah, that's a great. That's a good thing. But I mean, he he look. He's a good. Ta- the, the, their linebackers are good tacklers if they're in the right position, they're not always on the right position. And so I, the other thing is, and, and you've noted this, they're DNs. So they only have, they only have 15 sacks in seven games. Okay. But their ends have six sacks and five sacks. 
between them. Or sorry, right. Hutchinson, Hutchinson is six sacks. Ojabo, we're not going to we're not going to sugarcoat this for you. Aiden Hutchinson is probably the best defensive player we're going to face up until this point, outside of maybe McFadden from Indiana. Up until Penn this State's, point, oh, up until this point, yeah, yeah. yeah. Besides McFadden from Indiana, I think Hutchinson's is a different animal. He's very good. Believe the press clippings. He 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 does make a big impact, but it's different than I thought it was. At least, like you talked about, gets up field quickly. Against the run, though, he does seem to you know bowl over defensive tackles, and I mean it's going to be up to maybe an eight, whatever tight end we decide to run out there is going to have to at least chip him, push him, pull him, do something. Well, and that's probably my biggest concern because I haven't seen Tyler Hunt successfully stone any pretty much any defensive ends this year. No, and I, I don't think he's going to start with Aiden Hutchinson. Part of that's no. because you know he's just not you know he's not a now now if State had Charlie Gant on this roster, I or Brian Lindbergham. Michael Dennis, yeah, get a little, yeah, a little, yeah, yeah get, get some yackle action in there. I think that's a little yeah. different. But yes. when, you know, Michigan's front—they want to say they're multiple. <sighs> okay, they're not a three-four. They're not. A, they're 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 basically a four-two-five. Now they'll do the funky with with you know only two down linemen and then both DN standing up. That that that's not a that's not a two five, okay. It's that's just, a four it's three. Just two DNs standing up. Standing up. That's yeah. that's all it is. Stop. Yeah. Stop. All oh, these exotic looks. No, all he did was take his hand out of the dirt and put it in the air. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. I mean, it's just it it, it really get, it really gets me when there are people like, oh, this is such a fancy defense. Their coverages are actually pretty cool, but their their front is is kind of basic, and I I'm not seeing a lot of. I don't see a lot of t- stunts. I don't see a lot of a lot of twists. I see a lot of ball rushes and speed rushes. Yeah, and they're, I agree. they're they're good they're good athletes, so it's fine. And uh, Hutchinson is v- very good hand placement. Um, you know, you can tell his dad played in the NFL. He's 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 technically he's a good player. He's a very good athlete. He's a he's your quintessential strong side defensive end. You know, he's six six two seventy. I mean, he's going to play in the NFL. He's going to be a first rounder. He's a good player. He's a very good player. Um, the thing is, is that even though they blitz, the linebackers really don't get home and it really just kind of gets them out of position. And because they're so aggressive, they really open themselves up to, um, the tight ends. Oh my God. They, this is Connor Hayward. Be, this is Connor Hayward's day. He's always been good against Michigan. This could be his day. He, he could have seven catches in this game easily. Yeah. I mean, maybe not easily, but I mean, he, he could chip release catch run chip release catch run i mean i watched it happen against nebraska i watched it happen against northwestern uh michigan's rutgers it happened it happened against against everyone over and if if nebraska if northwestern could have hit it they could have been in the lead very early a few times they had guys wide open down the field and just didn't have Halinski just didn't see him for whatever reason yeah, so that's so. There's that. I mean, the, the the issue is is you know Michigan runs a version of of split field coverage and can be kind of hard to diagnose sometimes. I think post uh, post snap, um, and I think they've done a pretty good job of of confusing quarterbacks. But at the same time, and, and this is this has kind of been my you know my issue with you know calling their pass defense good. Um, they've played one one team in the top 45 in pass efficiency offense and that's Nebraska. And they gave up, you know, 10 yards and attempt and three touchdowns in that game. Um their next best team in terms of passing efficiency is Western. 
Okay. And, and if you're going to tell me that, you know, I'm, you know, uh, the ranking of a Mac team is, is worth its salt, you know, it, get out of here. It, it's not like Western's like, like Western Kentucky where they're actually a mid-major team that specializes and is like known, renowned as a, as a, as a, an offensive powerhouse. I mean, Western has, has a, a nice Mac passing attack. Great. So you kind of shut that down. Great. Um, you know, MSU ranks 16th in passing efficiency offense. So best, best passing attack Michigan has seen. And in the first time they, they actually have to account for both a quarterback. First time they've, they've, they're going to have faced a complete offense. And so when, when I look, when I look at this four, three or four, two, five, multiple defense, whatever you want to call it, it's very, it's, it's basically the same personnel as state plays, right? They have, they have two linebackers, they have two safeties. They have, you know, Dax Hill running that, you know, um, you know, r- running in the slot often and they're fine. You know, it's a four, two, five more or less. And, um, you know, you have Hawkins and, and Moten back there and, you know, they, they play a lot of cover three. They play some cover one look looks, but you know, a lot of it's, a lot of it's, a lot of it's just kind of zone and, and Don Brown didn't really go to zone. They're playing more zone. So they're, they're leaving things underneath. Um, and, and they're not really getting beat deep. Um, but no they're, one, they're no giving, one, they hadn't had a quarterback to play anyone who could throw it deep, honestly. Well, and that's, and that's, and sorry, I'm, I'm beating around the bush and, and that's, and that's really my issue with them, you know, is that when, when I'm, when I'm looking at a team that, I don't know that their secondary is necessarily vulnerable, but I can't say that they've proven themselves to be great or they even, really have played, even they've very literally good. played nobody. I mean, Vincent Gray is Vincent Gray is still playing for them. That's all you need to know. I mean, he's still bad from what I've seen. Like you know, Vedral cannot throw deep, and he was getting beat underneath. Like he was not close, and he was still missing tackles in that Rutgers game. I mean, that's that's bad, and he was terrible last year. Now, could he have gotten better? Absolutely, but I don't think he's been tested this year. But I mean, that's something I think Jaden Reed. That's a matchup that I would go at all day. Yeah, and I think it, look, they're going to put they're going to put Daxton Hill on on somebody. It, they, yes. they put probably put him on Reed, and they're going to assume that he's going to get it. You know, he's going to get it done, and they'll forget about Reed. And then you know what? You're going to have Jalen Naylor on Gray or whomever. Or or and Trey you, you, put, you, have, you put Trey exact and now the, and the, the, this and this is the part that that Michigan hasn't had to play against and that is three comp every single skill position has to be respected every single one yeah okay and that's and that's not even that's, getting into where Nebraska killed them where Rutgers killed them throwing screen passes and wheel routes to the running back destroyed them in those games I think Nebraska scored twice on it like. That's Kenneth Walker out of the backfield is another viable option that they're linebackers. So, I mean, now you have, they have issues everywhere. If they think they can just take away one of our main options, what they've had to do previously, that's just not going to work for them. Daxon Hill is not a cure all band aid. Well, no, he can't. I mean, he can't play all over the field, you know, and I'm, I, 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 I watch him and I, look, they'll also give you some three down looks their defensive tackles are not particularly impressive. Um, they're okay. They're not. They're not a complete disaster like they were last year. Um, but but the, this is not. On, I, I don't think their D tackles are on par with what State saw against Nebraska. And what what the, the interesting thing is is that, uh, in my opinion, uh, 
Michigan definitely pinches against the run, but they don't pinch against the pass. They come upfield and they kind of just try to rush speed rush around and then, and then bend the, it's just a straight speed rush. Right. Um, and so you can step into the pocket against that. You always can. It's you can just step up, and if your interior holds up and the D tackles aren't coming, DNs run themselves out of play. Yeah, and Thorne has you know great I mean? pocket awareness. We've seen it all year. He's done it when he's been under fire. He's done well. Besides the Nebraska game where we do think he might have been banged up, I thought he's done extremely well. Feeling pres- pocket feeling pressure and staying in the pocket long enough to make big plays. I mean, he did that time and time against Indiana. I mean, against Miami, he made plays when he needed to against Indiana. I mean, so he has the ability to take advantage of that kind of bull speed rush where they, they're going to get too deep on him. Uh, I, they really will get too deep on him. And that's not even, we're not even counting in th- the way Thorne can run because Michigan really struggles with rushing quarterbacks. They did it with Vedral. They did it with, Martinez, I mean, Thorne with his legs, I don't want to run him all game. Let's not get him hurt. But I think those are there's going to be opportunity for him to make big plays with his legs. Well, he has to be a, he has to be respected in the run game it, rather than – and he doesn't have to be um, – you know, it, it doesn't have to be um, – <laughs> every player, even every drive. It's not like, it's not like you're going to run 20 times a game, but you have to respect it. And I'll tell you, you're right. I mean, uh, Nebraska did score twice on those, on those screens. You know, I think this would be a game. It would be a great game if Elijah Collins came back, honestly. Yeah. 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 And you know, with the, with the, with the ball, like with uh, the linebackers and the aggression, I mean, watching even Ross and, you know, Hill green, just like, when I was watching, like when Nebraska and even Rutgers, when they were running kind of like the fake jet sweep, when there was at least one play action with maybe a second, they completely forgot about any throwing. The second there was a second option to run, they completely forgot about anybody getting behind them. And I think Michigan State will do a lot of the kind of fake to walk or fake to read and look up. And I, I think the linebackers will be absolutely frozen. I mean, they they were beaten time and time again by every one of those teams. And if Nebraska could have excuse me, if Northwestern could have, you know, executed at all, they could have also done it. So I think that like that the fake can get those linebackers absolutely standing still. Yeah. And I I think talking about their secondary, you know, I I think their corners, maybe they've been a little better. They've, they've swapped in DJ Turner last game. And I guess he had a pretty good game, but again, um, the best player on uh, offensive player, at least for Northwestern got hurt and um, couldn't play. I mean, they, they just yeah. couldn't play. He and so so there's a their only speed you know, option on an, an, an already hamstrung offense is further hamstrung. Look, state gave up 21 points um, to Northwestern. I'm, I'm not I'm not exactly thrilled that you know Michigan only held them to seven, but at the same time, I mean that was that was an that 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 Northwestern team was also quite hamstrung. They also missed a field goal. They also had another another issue at the end of the half. Um, so I mean, it, it, that game wasn't quite as, um, and remember Ronald, Kalen Gervin was our starting running back in our game and Ronald Williams was on a turnstile. Like he's gotten, our cornerbacks have gotten so much better from that game to this game. I mean, oh, I agree. To, to, I, to, I, I, the difference in our cornerbacks, like Kalen Gervin's on Wisconsin now. I mean, that's the difference. Right. He's yeah, that's, that, that's exactly correct. And I, I think, I, I just think, um, a, you know, U of M strength is really, you know, I, I guess, I guess when I, when I watch them, 
um, on their defense. They, they communicate okay, I guess. Uh, they tend to tackle okay. I mean, pretty their front seven tackles pretty well. Um, I think, quite frankly, I think they're kind of protected by their offense because their offense chews up a lot of clock, which means their defense isn't on the, on the field as much to be potentially exposed. Um, you know, I'm looking at time of possession and Michigan's 13th in the country. You know, and I look at state's time of possession and they're 119th. Now, a lot of that has to do with the, with the, um, with the, um, you know, third down conversion issues. I mean, Michigan's converting 46% of theirs, uh, only giving up a third. State's only, you know, converting 35% of theirs and giving up, you know, 39%. So that's not good. I think, I think Um, I'd rather have a team in third and three than third and nine against us. I'm not even kidding. Like uh, for whatever reason, like we can't get off the field when the other team throws, but running we can. It it makes no sense. Yeah, and and and, and let me be clear. Um, it's not as though state can't. Uh, it's not like Michigan's rushing attack is is is. Per- oh, let, let, sorry. Let, let's let's just put a bow on the the defense versus offense issue. Um, for state or for state's offense. Um. I don't know that Michigan's defense is is weak necessarily. Um, untested but, would be a better word. Uh, untested by by a true third receiver. I mean, if you, if you look at if you look at what happened in the, in the Nebraska game, you know they gave up ten point four yards a, a catch, but one hundred and five yards. It's seventeen and a half yards a catch uh, reception came from uh, Ramir Johnson, their running back. So they got burned by screens, but it's not like they gave up a bunch of stuff downfield. Other than that, other than the the uh, the that breakdown, that big breakdown of the tight end, you know. Other than that, the other the, you know the receivers were largely held in check. And I think Michigan's actually hasn't really given up many plays beyond you know twenty five thirty yards to two receivers throughout the year. Well, that's because most opponents have only had at most one 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 receiving threat, or Northwestern had none. I mean, who's one receiving who, threat and no quarterback. Yeah, I mean, who's a what? Graham Mertz and Danny Davis over at Wisconsin. I mean, I, wa- I mean, I mean, Washington is is literally the 108th ranked or 99th ranked passing attack. You know, he he can't do anything. Hey, top 100, um, top 100. Okay, fine, but the, but guess I'm what? I'm just they're, kidding. They're I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, what are you talking about? It's like, come on, you, you know this. This isn't it. There's only um, you know, 121 I, teams, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, I, I think I, I think they're the 115th ranked rushing attack too. I mean, they they have no offense at all in Washington, so okay, that's fine. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking I'm looking overall. You know, I, I think Nebraska is probably the Nebraska is the closest that yeah, 24th in passing efficiency, 22nd in rushing. So MSU is 32nd in rushing and 16th in passing efficiency. So I mean, it, it suffice to say this is this. They've played one balanced offense in Nebraska. They gave up four hundred and thirty plus yards and twenty nine points. So I yeah. think I, I it's diff, different type of offense, but I think there's enough there that I, I think this this U of M defense can can. This is not a twenty sixteen U of M defense. Okay. Um, they're they have two good defensive ends. They don't have any depth. That's the other thing I was going to say. I mean, there's there's like no. I mean, who do, do, who are their number two defensive ends? I literally could not tell you. Rashawn Benny is a defensive hey. tackle. I don't know. 
he might no, be he's a, he's a fresh he's a freshman he's a freshman you I know, know and I, I that's literally i'm looking at their i'm like you know i know who i know who these guys are taylor upshaw i, I don't know Braden mcgregor i don't even know who that is i don't think i've seen him play a snap no, that's and that's kind of the thing. They've been able to keep their starters fresh because their their offense is on the field so much. But I mean, you've got you got Hutchinson with six sacks. You have Java with five sacks. Okay, between the two of them, they have another seven quarterbacks hurries. Okay, the entire rest of the roster only has. Wait for it. Wait for it. Four sacks. That's it. That's low. So there, there, there isn't there, there isn't there isn't a lot of depth there. Josh Rosh does have six quarterback hurries. They do blitz him, um, but this is not a it's not a particularly deep Michigan defense, and they haven't really been tested late in games either. And so I think I think the key here is, you know, you look at you look at state's action. I think I think this is a jet sweep game. I think this is a jet sweep. But I, Ronnie, I also don't want them to get too cute. Where all of a sudden it's like, okay, second and two. So let's do a triple reverse halfback pass to the, you know, third string kicker and have, you know, Cole Hahn go run it in or something like that. I mean, that that's don't 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 be stupid about it, right? Um, cause that cause I think Michigan's got the speed to blow up some of the, the Mickey Mouse law, you know, long developing stuff. So maybe don't run a flea flicker. I think you've shown that enough. Um I think their so-called cute plays are going to be throwbacks, things like that, things that will work against Michigan. I think that will I, – I do credit Jay Johnson. I think he's done a really good job for the most calling part. for and like adapting to who he's going against. He had two weeks to study this defense. I think they will have some some tricks. But, I mean, you just run your stuff. Honestly, run your stuff. You know, I, I think that – I think our throwing the football can absolutely work against Michigan. It's It's a, it's a big unknown. You know, it's completely, they just haven't had to deal with it. So we don't know, but we know that they're giving up a lot of yards per catch. We know that we've seen what Gray is. We know the Hill's good, but the rest of them are relatively untested. Throw three guys at them and see what they can do. I mean, that's really what you got to do. Throw, and I, well, and I throw, think that will, throw, think that throw, will screens well, well, throw screens and have, have mostly try to block Hill. You know, yeah. run right at them, and quite frankly, run right at Hutchinson. They're, they they got to play sure. those DNs a lot of snaps. And you know what? You get a you get a you get some three hundred twenty pounders grinding on you and falling on you and forcing you to get up snap after snap. You're not going to be quite as fresh on the fourth quarter. Hundred um, percent. So I mean, there, there's something to be said about about that. But this isn't you know, unfortunately, this is this is not a. This is a good offense for MSU. I, I think it's good, or at least decent offense for MSU, but it's not a D'Antonio decent offense where you thought they could, you know, they could. This would be a ball control game where they could grind them down and hit some big it's plays different. the top. Doesn't mean it's bad. It's, it's different. different. It is. So it's I mean, different. speaking of speaking of D'Antonio teams, unfortunately, I think he would probably love the if if they weren't wearing the jerseys, they probably love the duo of Haskins and Corum. And, and I just want to say this: they're, they're good I love backs. the duo of Haskins. I, I think Haskins no, no, is very no, no, good. No, no, no. no, but but I, I just want to point out that for all the talk of cotton candy yards, which really really annoys me, um, both Rutgers and Wisconsin shut that shut them down. Like shut them down. Yeah. The, the, their yeah. long run against Wisconsin was eight yards between it was Haskins, you know. Um, and so don't act like like it's only Walker that's that's had that's had struggles and, and blown up against bad teams. You know, I, I, I look at the I look at this, you know, uh, Haskins against Rutgers. All right. 
3.4 yards a carry. Quorum against Rutgers, 3.2 yards a carry. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not exactly feeling, you know, and all that, of that, that all the, of that came on the are. first. I just want you to know, all of that came on the first drive as well. They had 75 yards of rushing right. on the first drive, and after that, it was muted. Um, Rutgers. I mean, right. I know they run the cock nose and everything, but I mean, I like our defensive tackles far more than I like Rutgers' defensive tackles. Yeah, so this is a very good rushing attack. Yeah, this is a the, very good offensive line. They're technically sound. But I, I, it's not something I don't think State can handle. It's just, I think, the biggest matchup in the game. Yeah, I think so because um, I, 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 I'm not blown away by Michigan's defensive line, but I think they have an edge against State's offensive line. Um, I, I think here, you know, another zone-blocking team, um, Michigan's offensive line, I'll say this, they're actually getting called, called for holds this year. They do a lot of diving on guys' backs. Um, and that's not how you block football. That's called a hold. Um, and I see that a lot from them and, um, you know, look, it's kind of part of zone too. I mean, that's the, you're, you're, it's a dynamic kind of post snap adjustment and, and you can't really control where the defense defenders going, kind of go with them. Um, so it happens from time to time, but look, if you're listening to this, you know who Blake Corum is, you know who Hassan Haskins is, right? I mean, do, do we really need to explain to the audience what, what they what they are, how they play? I mean... Probably not, but we. I think it's a good thing that, that people don't may, may not realize is they are different backs. Corum is kind of like a fast, you know, he's a speedy guy. They actually run him to the edge a lot, whereas Haskins is going to go more right up the middle. And it's kind of, they do it pretty... It's very scripted. They don't really go away from that, and they do run from the shotgun. They do run from the eye. I think that, like when you're in, I think as a defensive lineman, as a defensive player, when Quorum's in, you can expect the run to be the edge. Whereas when Haskins in, you can expect the run to be up the middle. I mean, I know that's like really primitive, but I, I, time and time again, it seems to follow that pattern. I don't know if that's what you've seen, but I, you know, the three games I've watched today kind of followed that very to a T. Yes, and that's that. That's the same thing. You know, Haskins is the hammer. Quorum's the speed. It's a great thunder lightning duo. Um, very, very. It's a very complementary rushing attack. And um, you know, that's that's okay. That tip your uh, cap to him. That's tip a good, your cap to him. Yeah, so that's that's, that's okay. Good. Um, I, I I think the difference though is that um, you know, states starting linebackers have really come on. I think, especially Crouch, um, I, I, I really, I, I think he's really come on lately. Um, and, you know, against a four-two-five, you know, your big concern is, can he hold up against a, a two-tight-end set power running game? And, you know, State hasn't really played that this year. No. It's, a, it's, a, it's a real question. I mean, it's, it's a going to real... be a double mouth guard game, as uh, Tucker says. I mean, they've had some hard hitting games, but this is going to be different. I mean, you're going to have to. It's going to be down in, down out, big hits for Crouch. Probably something he's not used to. I mean, I think Halliday is, but you know what? Same goes for Corum, and same goes to Haskins. I don't think they've really played a physical team like Michigan State. I will say something though. I was super annoyed in the Northwestern game when uh, Haskins was in the pile, and then. The pilots are going backwards, and everyone kind of just gave up. And then they got nine more yards, and you know they threw like a you know Michigan basically did like a you know toast to ourselves and smoke some stogies. We got ten yards. Uh, there is until the whistle freaking goes, running back goes to ground no matter what until right. the whistle goes, and you can point to those moments. 
that cannot happen. And you cannot let Michigan's offensive line push a pile two, three yards every time because third and three versus third and six will will make a difference in this game. I cannot stress that enough. And I'm sure they've coached it. I'm sure they talk about it. You have got to make sure running back goes to ground. You do not stop until the whistle blows. I, I cannot uh, emphasize uh, that enough. Well, 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 very, very, very well said, my friend. Um, that that's exactly right. And I thought that was I thought that was egregious on the officials. Forward progress had not had only not only been stopped, but he had been driven backwards. That's it. That's that's the over done. You're 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 down. Um, it's the same crap that happened back in in 2015. When Puma, that whatever full, his name is, yeah, Puma, yeah, Puma, like, Puma, like, the, the like, state fish of Hawaii. What, what if come on, don't, don't be like that. But it's, it's true. It, it, what happened was, um, you know, I, you see it, Shalik Calhoun's actually like pulling people off the pile because he doesn't want them to get called for like late hits and stuff. And then the guy's just like, oh, I'm in the end zone, touchdown, never was down. And the refs, the, the refs never stopped the whistle. And everyone's like, the heck, like, what's going on? That's that's not okay. I was, I was screaming at the top of my lungs. I was like, "This was is so just angry. cannot be. This is just so egregious." All the Michigan fans around me were not happy, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So I think I, I think <sighs> look, I, their lines, their lines fine. They're they're about they're a B line, a B offensive line. I think is is that fair? Do you think that's that's yeah, about fair. right? No, I think that's I think I would say B. That's so right there, I, B. I would say they're B with talent and maybe a little better. I, I mean, but I wouldn't say B plus. I think technically they're really sound i don't think they like hit super hard i don't think they're like mean or nasty like kind of like the taylor lawan i mean and that I mean, taylor lawan's line had could not stop michigan state's defensive line that year but uh, i mean they don't have that nasty streak to them i think they're just technically sound and I, i'm gonna include the tight ends in that i mean they have very good tight ends and something we you know thank god we played nebraska they have good tight ends too but eric all and luke schoolmaker have both been pretty good. They're good at blocking and they do get open. So, I mean, that's another thing I put in that offensive line, which raised them a little bit. So, I mean, they do block technically sound. I don't think I, I think Michigan state's defensive tackles are underrated. I think they can absolutely handle the guards. I think that's been Michigan's weak point. Well, you know, both of both of Michigan starting guards missed last week. Yes. I, I think they're both back. Um, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen one way or another. Honestly, but I know like they've got some bench to some some people have been benched too on the guard, inside line. So I'm not really sure what their personnel is going to look like at the guard position. I think it's supposed to be Keegan in. I don't remember the. I know Phil. I thought Barnhart was playing inside. He was a backup left tackle, but I think he was playing inside. I, I do not remember though. I, I I watched enough of their games today, shit, but I do not remember. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not particularly. I, I think Vistardis, their center is pretty good. Um. That's that's the one thing. That's the one guy that kind of stood out. Like, hey, you know, this guy, this kid can play. Um, I, Ryan Hayes at left tackle is not a look. They've only given up three sacks on the year because McNamara checks down like can just all the time. It's one read pre-snap, one read. If it's there, great. If not, you know, he's gonna do. He's gonna hit his check down every single time. Um, and so he's got, I mean, look, look, I, I don't think his arm's bad. He's, he's, he's not a noodle arm guy, but he's so afraid of making a mistake, Ronnie, that he doesn't make plays. And I think yeah. that's, that, that's potentially the difference in the, you know, if, if state wins, it's because Thorne's willing to be, you know, I think, I think Stephen Brooks on 24 seven sports said, a, you know, a game manager plus where he's not just a, um, Thorne's better know, he, than that. 
No, no, I know. I, I, I agree. I agree. I think he's better than McNamara. But I think also... Well, I think Thorne's uh, better than a game manager plus. I think Thorne's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. But I don't think Cade's anywhere better than that. And it does. it's no. tough for him to look over his shoulder the whole time at J.J. McCarthy running in there. They run him in at the weirdest times. And let us be clear. Michigan is going to take some deep shots with J.J. McCarthy. He comes in and runs every time. I think he's thrown like three deep passes. They're going to do it at least four to five times because they, they know we see him run on film. And they are absolutely going to tap. He's going to throw deep, just so everyone's aware. It's going to happen four to five times. But that sucks for Cade to be so nervous. He can't even play even within himself because he's so worried about getting benched. Right, right, and that's and that's exactly the and that's I mean that that's a, a an issue on the on this Michigan team too. It's like and even within the fan base, like I mean, he did not. I mean, McNown, I think, or McNown, they have Cade McNown in the view. That would be a problem. Um, <laughs> with McNamara, is that he, like against Northwestern, I think his like first half, he threw like seventeen passes in the first half, and the average distance from the line of scrimmage was two yards. Traveled yeah. through the air. I mean, yeah. so yeah, they can get away with they can get away with it against these teams because they don't you know they can still run the ball. I mean, but if their if their run is stymied, which I think we can, I don't think we'll stop it, but I think we can at least slow it down. I think he's going to have to throw for more than two yards of throw. (laughs) Well, and that's, and that comes down to it. So, I mean, look, the, the the difference in styles is is stark. Michigan wants to grind you out, wear you down and run away, you know, and and put you away in the second half. You know, if there's some, if there's something I'm, I'm looking at that's somewhat consistent across this, you know, they score, 18 points in the, you know, the, the outscore Wisconsin 18 to seven in the fourth quarter, the outscore Western 14 to seven in the fourth quarter, they outscore Nebraska 13 to seven in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, time and time again, they're, they're really, you know, it's a, it's a slow start and then they just kind of wash you away. You know, they outscored Washington 14 to seven in the fourth quarter, just kind of a little bit, a little bit, little bit done. Um, and, you know, even the Northwestern game was, was, was what? 10, seven at halftime. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, 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 you know, that's, that's nothing. No. Well, then it, you know, it's, but then there's 17 points in the third quarter based on what, you know, a blocked punt return for a touchdown or, or sets them up. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if that was returned for a touchdown, but it was blocked. I turned it off. And, oh, well, but, but my, my, but my point is, is that, is that, they wear you down and then you make mistakes and they capitalize it because running running is low risk. And when you do just enough, just barely enough in the passing attack, just barely enough to keep the defense honest, you can you can mix the run and the pass. They remind me a lot of like a good Indiana team on offense, I guess, with like a Stevie Ooh, I, Scott. See, I was, was going to say Wisconsin a little bit because – not because not like the patented Wisconsin rushing tax with you know the you know Melvin Gordon, but they remind me in Wisconsin stylistically. Wisconsin stylistically is that Wisconsin's very good and can grind you down for, at the end of the game, but when Wisconsin would get behind, they had like they would like scramble to recover, and I think Michigan is going to it could be when they get down in a game they will be very like that. Um, if you could get some big plays early and get up ten nothing, I would be extremely interested to see what this offense becomes. Because I just don't think that's something they can, they can't grind you then, right? So I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying with Indiana. I think it's more of like they have that Wisconsin style. They want to grind you down, ball control, win the game, kind of like almost the Jim Trussell look. They've not really had to play anyone where they could do didn't have to do that. You know, had to get away from that idea. 
Yeah, and I, I think I think for State's point, I, part I, I just don't think this is a team you bend don't break against, and and that's kind of my if, if I have a big concern on this stylistically, it's that they'll give up the underneath stuff. And Michigan's happy to take what you'll give them. They're happy to take nine minute drives and seven and a half minute drives and make this an eight, you know a, a nine possession game, which is not yes. what State wants. No, State, State no, actually no, no. State actually wants to get up and down the field. You know. Yeah, I mean, they, they no, really... I 100 agree. They need to get off the field, and you need to give Thorne as many cracks at this, these defensive backs as you can. You do not. I think you said it earlier in the week. When it's a boring game, Michigan State's going to lose. Right. You do not. You. That's that's exactly right. You don't. Don't. You gotta 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 be exciting. Gotta be exciting. And yeah. um, you know that's the make you know, Cade have to beat you. Make them have to put J.J. McCarthy in because they don't know if Kate can't beat you. Put them in that situation. Don't let them get away with these, these five, six-yard runs every time. Limit them to three yards like Nebraska, which is doable. We've seen it. It's not like they're we're, – we're not running against like, you know, the Dolphins with Larry Zonka, okay? Like these are guys that can be stopped. Is that a Larry Zonka reference? That sure is. That, That's, that, 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 is, sure that is Larry Zonka. That is what that is. That I, I only know who Larry Zonka is because of uh, NFL Street, the football game. He was unstoppable. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, and then kind of something we haven't talked about is their receivers. You know, losing Ronnie Bell sucked. Like, I, you know, we don't root for injuries, but, like, he would he would make me much more nervous about this set, these these wide receivers. I, I mean, Mike Sandstrill's okay. He's made a great diving catch against – Nebraska, woohoo! I don't know. Then nothing really impresses me here. Um, I think I, I think probably the the craziest thing is it, it, their leading receiver by receptions is actually Blake Corum. Yeah, and then and then you've got you know Cornelius Johnson who's who's been had a pretty nice year, but you know he he had a, I think he had an eighty seven yarder against Northern Illinois. Okay, yeah, you know. You know, oh, you know, Reed and Naylor have had I mean, multiple. Three, big- I, I was going to say he has 312 yards on the year. I think our some of our receivers have that in a game. You know, well, not quite, then, but close, right? And then you know, Baldwin. I mean, Eric All is the guy that actually scares me the most because I feel like we haven't had to play tight ends, and when we have, like Nebraska, they've been open in the middle of the field. I mean, that's the guy who scares me the most that could damage us. Just in plays where we're trying to get off the field and third and eight, and they hit the tight end for twenty five yards, you know. Yeah, I mean, like they don't do anything particularly exotic on offense except play two tight ends, so you have to defend two extra gaps, which I guess in of itself is 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 somewhat exotic. Um, So, so you understand, you know, you've got the the a gaps on either side of the the center, you have the b gaps on the outside shoulder of the guards, you have the c gaps on the outside shoulder of. the tackles and then past that you have D gaps on the outside shoulder of a tight end. And if you line up two tight ends on the same size, then you end up with E gaps and stuff like that. And if you put three tight ends, you can even end up with like F gaps and G gaps and silly things like that. So, you know, whatever. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's, it, it's, it's a, it is meant to be a running attack. It is a running attack. Um, you know, that's that's all it is. And, and I think and a, I think our strength is stopping the run. I really do. I think our defense has been decent at stopping the run this year. Um, they haven't played anyone like Michigan, but they also haven't like keyed in on stopping the run all year. I really haven't feel like any time we've sold out to stop the run, 
And I think that might be a philosophy change in this game we could see. Yeah, and, and sorry, let me let me back up with the run. It, it's a modern pro-style running game, meaning they do run plenty from the shotgun. There's not a fullback, but it's still power. It's still power offense, right? It's still yeah. They run they run their tight end in the backfield in motion a lot, making it like a like a basic fullback. It's it it's it, it's no different than what they do with Hayward and, and yeah. the same H back concept. Except for this is a real tight end. Exactly. And, and so they hit hard and they'll, they'll pop you in the hole. So, I mean, Halliday and them haven't had a chance to, um, um, you know, look, state just hasn't played this. I mean, that's, that's just the, nope. And be very happy that Darius Snow and Michael Dowell are your nickelbacks and not right. Rather than Shaquille Brown, Shaquille Brown, not, you know, Kalen Gervin, you know, be very happy. You have linebacker, bodies at that position that makes all the difference i mean it's no different than having you know darian harris at the i mean darian harris is a different type player he's a little bigger but it's no different than having you know denicos allen at the star or you know whatever it's well he played they, the they sam this, but it, sam, it, right but similar yeah, size. And, andrew dowell there, there's a good example right at davis right oh no he's the sam too no right? sam sam no 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 yeah. but no no they're definitely a um a uh this is definitely a, um, a between the tackles type. Well, not maybe a between the tackles, but it's definitely hat on hat football for Michigan. They, they, they want to run the ball between the tackles with Haskins. They want to run outside with Corum. That's, that's, that's what they want to do. That's the, that's, that's the name of the game. So, okay. Can you stop them? I, that, that's the question. And I, I think I, we've talked a lot about like what, what Michigan has on offense, but we haven't really, really addressed what state really has on defense. And you're absolutely right that in that it's the, the defensive line that really, um, really is the straw that cheers the drink. I, I absolutely love this D line. I think it's, yes. I think it's fantastic. I think it's deep. I think it's effective. I think it's, you know, I mean, geez, I mean, what, 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 what else do you want me to say about how, how many, how many platitudes, how many, you know, how, how better can I laud them? No, it's been very um, amazing, especially losing, I thought, probably the two best defensive linemen coming into the season being Hunt and Beasley and, and still being as productive as they were. I mean, Kevin Piotrowski has been, I mean, we had heard good Jeff, things, Jeff, is, Jeff Piotrowski, Jeff, Jeff, sorry. I actually know a Kevin Piotrowski. That's sorry about that. But uh, yeah, no, uh, Jeff Piotrowski has been more than a pleasant, pleasant surprise. He has been fantastic. And I, I they just keep getting better. Slate is in like his whole, a whole new world about how good he's gotten in the last three weeks. He is, I mean, he's getting pressure on the QB on his own. He's getting QB sacks on his own. I mean, that's very rare to do for a defensive tackle. I mean, like you said, they've just been fantastic. Well, I think I think the difference is that there's actually, I mean, even though State's playing a lot of snaps, the reason they're so efficient is that because they it, because they have they have they have real depth on their on their on their defensive front. If you look at sacks, um, Panacek's actually second in the conference with five and a half sacks. Uh, he's got another six 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 pressures. Uh, on top of that, but you've got three and a half sacks from Petrowski. You've got two and a half sacks from Simeon Barrow. You've got two sacks from Maverick Hansen. You got two and a half sacks with Drew Beasley. You know, maybe, you know, I guess maybe I'm hoping he comes back, but, um, you know, Jacob Slade has a sack. Um, but then, you know, Crouch has a couple of sacks, you know, Michigan has no other player on the roster with, with more than a sack and a half. And it's not all about sacking the quarterback. It's about affecting the quarterback and it helps. 
it helps. And, you know, in terms of SAC, I actually calculate, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I calculated the SAC rate, you know, divided by the number of passes and state still, still on a per pass basis gets the quarterback more often. Um, you know, t- total tackles for loss, uh, you know, Michigan's great at avoiding negative plays in large part because they're, they're running quorums fast. You can get the edge and, and their tight ends do a good job of sealing. Um, and Haskins tends to fall forward. Um, but I've seen that offensive line get pushed around a little bit, uh, bullied a little bit by Nebraska. Um, and I, I, I honestly think MSU's defensive line is, is the best. No, 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 no. They played Wisconsin. Sorry. Sorry. That, that can't be right. Um, I was going to say that they're the best defensive line they faced, the best four, three defensive line they faced, I think. Um, you know, but you, you look at this, you know, Michigan is, um, first in the na- nation in fewest tackles for loss allowed. They allow 1.7 tackles for loss a game, you know, and they've allowed, you know, three sacks in seven games, second in the country behind only SMU, I guess it was allowed two, which is silly. Um, but that, but that just goes to show you they've been great at avoiding negative plays, which is exactly why their third down defense is so good. At the same it's time, why, other, it's why like the computers love them. Yeah, well, look, I mean, look uh, again. They're an they're an efficient offense. I mean, yeah. they they you know it's you know they've got 442 yards of offense, which is about the same as you know states at 451. You know, so they 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 have a few more less yards and they score a few more points. You know, but part part of that's because they they went off on Northern Illinois. You know, I think I think on a you know on, on a power five basis that the two teams are, are very similar. Um, you know, but um, I, I, it's, it's schemat- schematically, I, I just don't I, I just don't think they're that. Oh, they're totally going to run trick plays, aren't they? I was just going to say that they're not that tricky. They're they're one hundred percent going to do it. They're going to try sure. to do that. What am I talking? We're going to try, and we're going to be ready for that, and that's okay. And I think that's where they can make mistakes. And I, I do think they're going to evolve McCarthy. I mean, like I, I, they are going to try to do, he kind of does it in Nebraska where he looks kind of to a bubble screen and then looks deep. Um, and, and we're just going to be ready for that. And I, you know, I trust Tucker knows that's coming because Tucker is no fool and Tucker has played in some pretty big games. Uh, so yeah, no, they're going to run tricks. Uh, I think uh, we should move it on to special teams though. I think the offense comes down to right. Just hat on hat. Who's uh, Can we stop their run? The you you mean the between the two of them, or no, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, just the Michigan special teams. I think we we exhausted oh, no, 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 the no, offense. I, I, no, I mean, look, I, I I don't know that Cornelius Johnson is is that great. I actually think this is a, a probably a pretty decent matchup for the pass defense. Um, I know that might sound kind of like what what are you talking about? Um. But I, I, no, I do. They have no good wide receivers. Like, I mean, they're not bad. But okay, that's unfair. But they don't. I, I don't think they have like like we said, seventeen catches for Canelo's Donchins, twelve catches for Baldwin. Uh, Wilson has eleven. I mean, there's nobody like putting up like 30, 40 catches. No, I mean, there's no one putting up 30, 40 catches for MSU yet either. But um, okay, fine. Special teams, special teams. It is. Uh, look, I, know, I, right? I, we, I, I, I was going to say we've worn this offense. <laughs> No, no, no. But I, 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 I do, I do think, I do think you force the throw. I think you do force McNamara. I don't know that you roll Henderson down early or or Gross. I don't know if Gross has this cast off. Um, but but Crouch and Halliday are gonna are gonna play a lot. The, the key to this game is getting off the field. I think more than anything else, it's not even the offense. I think it states defense getting off the field on third down so they don't get worn down. I think I think that's the key to the entire game. 
That's fair. I, I, I just think stopping, I, I think if you can limit the run, you're not going to stop it completely, but I mean, they can't be, they can't be going six, seven yards a carry. Well, no, I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll absolutely, you'll, you'll get run over. You're that's over game over then. Um, but no, sp- special teams. Look, uh, Michigan's been pretty good in special teams. I mean, have you have you seen? Yeah, Moody is them at Moody all? is Moody, Moody is freaking amazing. Actually, yeah, uh, he is, he is great. I'm very impressed by him. I think he's perfect on extra points, and then 14 to 16 to the field goals. And like he missed, like I think his like misses are from outside 40 yards. He's pretty automatic under 40. Yeah, he's like I think he missed like a four, like a, like a couple in the mid forties ranges. But yeah, you know, he's, he three also, he, six, he's three of six past forty, and then under that, he's perfect. And then he has also hit like a fifty something yarder, fifty two, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's he, though I, I was gonna say he's a clear he's a clear edge for them until until McLovin turned it on against Indiana, which, which is probably the most unexpected performance I've seen from a, from a MSU special teams guy in a long time. I, I can't yeah. believe he, he hit a 49 and a 50, 51 yard. I mean, that's insane to me. Like, I think that's like absolute, I, I think just what I would it, have put even money it, on. He couldn't even kick at 51 yards. So, I mean, this well, is no, 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 no. He's nailing it. kickoffs. He's nailing kickoffs. No, I know. I'm saying before this year, I would have put even money on. He could do it. Oh, sure. Sure, sure. I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah, no, he's I good. That, yeah. Um so the guy to watch out for 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 Michigan is um Corum. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, he's, he's 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 kind of the guy. He's kind of the slash. He does everything. Well, tw- I mean, look, look, he's averaging 26 and a half yards a, a kick return. Okay, that's 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 really good. 26.6. And you know Michigan's only given up about twenty point nine. Um, I'm sorry, no, eleven point six yards of kick return. I mean, they're they're basically not low. they're not allowing anything. Right. Moody puts it in the end zone pretty much every time. Honestly, well, so does. But I think that's I think that's an edge for. Um, I agree. Not an edge, it's but confident put it in the end zone. Well, but I think I'm looking. I'm trying to find their numbers here. Um, do you have is their punter against? good? So I don't know. I do not have their number. I'm just trying to figure out who their punter is. I, I've watched their kick. I've watched them kick off. I've watched Moody, but I don't actually know who their punter is and if he's any good. Uh, Brad Robbins. And yes, yeah, he is. He's averaging 45 and a half yards a punt. Uh, only one touchback in 22 punts. He's only had to punt 22 times Jesus. in seven games. That's really good. Um, he's got six over 50 yards, uh, only one touchback. And ten of his tw- about half of his punts land inside the 20. Field position is going to be so important in this game. It's really important. You start you're punching from your own 40 yard line and not in your end zone. Um, yeah. Behringer has to be good. Their kickoffs. He's only got 39 touchbacks and 52 kicks, which is actually kind of surprising to me. And, uh, you know, Cog- Coglin has 37 and 46. So he's actually, he's doing actually better. doing better and better. Uh, you know, Behringer for MSU um, is a he's like Easter famine. He's got a, such a cannon, but sometimes he doesn't, you know, he does so good sometimes and other times it's just not there. I don't know. Like he's very, well, he's better. He's much better than he, than he was, you know, like when he started at Michigan State like a couple of years ago, but no, I mean, he's a, he's yeah. a plus player for sure. Definitely you know, and, a good and player. look, look, yeah, and I'll say this, you know, Corm is at, is at 26.6 or whatever yards, a kickoff return. And he is, a, he has a 79 yarder in him. Reese at 26 yards of return 
at, at kickoff returns with a long with a long award over 41 on eight returns. And obviously he he's got the two punt return touchdowns, which makes him like the top one of the top five punt returners in the country. Um so I, 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 I Michigan's got a better place kicker. I think their punt coverage is maybe a little tighter than MSU's, but but not not bad. Um, you know, I, I think Michigan is like ninth in net punting, and uh, MSU is fourteenth. Okay, they're fourth and fifth in the conference, so so that's basically basically even. You know, states states twenty sixth in punt return defense. Michigan is at forty second. But what does that mean? You know, they give up a year, yard and a half more per punt return than MSU. Who cares? I mean, that doesn't matter. Um, you know, I, I think the, the, if there's a difference here overall, um, you know, Michigan doesn't allow much on kickoff returns, but I think state's just going to wave the hand anyway. So who cares? I mean, I, I just don't think that's going to be an issue. Um, so I, I think, I guess I probably give a slight edge to Michigan because they have the more consistent kicker um, if the if the game comes down to a field goal. Yeah. No, that would, he's automatic. I agree. He is, but, but I think the rest of it, I mean, I, I, I don't expect big returns really from either team. Both teams have been I very agree. good. I think Corum has actually muffed a punt that uh, I think they recovered, but I think Nebraska, I mean, it could have changed the whole Nebraska game if Nebraska got the ball on like the five yard line. Yeah. Uh, kickoff, I think, or no, he, he wasn't returning punts. Whoever returned their punt then if it wasn't Corum. I think AJ Hunting. Um, yeah, I mean that could, know, that could make a huge difference too because I think Reed's been pretty sure-handed. I mean, the the thing is, you on special teams, what we're saying is it's so even. The mistake is going to cost you. You know, the oh, he has trouble with the the snap, we kid, but like something like that could change the game. A punt return, something yeah. you know. So you've got to just you really special teams need to be clean on both sides. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I mean, I think that I think that kind of wraps it up. I, 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 did, did we say enough? I, I I don't know. Did we did we attack? Did we? I don't know. I think I think angles? we've I think we've I think we've attacked from like a with a tenacity unknown to mankind. What did he say? What stupid oh, thing did he say? Oh, something like something like that. Some enthusi- that. An, an enthusiasm unknown to mankind That's or something like That's that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, we've gone an hour twenty five, and we didn't even do a game recap. So I think I think we did a good job. I think people will be happy, even mental state. Your boy. I don't know. I mean, I think, I, I think, look, it, it's going to come down to can state get off the field on third downs and hit big plays versus can Michigan grind state down and, and get to thorn? Because I think, you know, well, I think, I think, I think the quarterbacks both ways because, um, you know, I, McNamara really hasn't been hit all year long. You know, can, yeah. can he take, can he take shots? And, 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 you know, one, one sub storyline is, is, is Michigan's, you know, you know, shiny new thing, McCarthy going to be a distraction. You know, look, 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 maybe the, maybe the kid's in it to win it and he's the missing spark. And then Michigan takes this offense to a whole new level and it surprises everybody. And, and that's, and that's all she wrote. Or there's a controversy and, um, it's a, it's yeah, a I mistake. Doubt, I doubt a freshman's going to come in and play the majority of snaps for the first time of his life on the road and do well. I don't know. I I, I, th- I think you're right that he's gonna. He, they're gonna. They're gonna put him out there. Um, I, he's I, gonna be I, out I, there. I, he's gonna take shots. I just don't. I mean, you know as well as I do. Freshman quarterback on the road. I mean, he's played a little bit against Nebraska, whatever. But he's you know he came in for like strictly running. You're putting more than ten throws on the kid. That's you're asking. That's a big change for someone who's thrown nineteen passes all year. 
Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they've been a good 19. He's 12 of 19. So. That's okay. I mean, it's not yeah. like spectacular. No, it's not. He's not killing the world. Yeah, so I think, uh, I think that wraps it up. Uh, so, predictions. I'll let you go first. Oh, 28-24 MSU. Ooh. Oh, man. I've been stressed. I actually had it this morning. I woke up pretty much sure 20-17 20, 20 to 17 loss. Um, Why? I was pretty down. Uh, you know, from all our text conversations, you basically had me in depression. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, after no, I'm just I'm just playing. And, yeah, after looking at it, um, I, I think Peyton Thorne is going to be the difference in the game. Uh, I really do. I think you know quarterback play. I, I say it a lot, but I, I think that's so important. I am going to go um, Michigan State twenty four, Michigan twenty. Okay. I think I, I I do think it's going to be in that range. I, I don't see their team. Blo- I, I I guess I just don't, I don't see a blowout. I don't see a. Um, if Michigan State could just get one quick like big play, I think that could completely rattle Michigan. Have they yeah. really, they really haven't had to play from behind all year. Yeah, but I don't want to see State get all hyped up and on the first play blow a run fit and all of a sudden Quorum gets a sixty-seven yard touchdown. Very fair. I, see, Very I, fair. I, I mean. I, Honestly, in anything anything short of a blowout by either team, like I could see either team winning by like ten to fourteen points, especially if it was like a like a six point game with like like four minutes left and there's a pick six or something, and it's like oh, it's a thirteen point win. Okay, well it's a one score game either way. Um, I think both teams are good. I I think um, I, I do think both teams are a step behind Penn State with Clifford and two steps behind Ohio State. Um, right now, that's kind of that's kind of where I see them. Um, but a, a Penn State sans Clifford, yeah, I think I think this team is is. is I don't know, man. Penn State with Clifford just lost to Illinois. Well, but not a healthy Clifford. It was an unhealthy right. Clifford. You, you don't have. I, a, but I, you're not getting a healthy Clifford for the rest of the year. Probably not. Ribs ribs don't get better. Okay. They just don't. They well, just. Don't. I mean, in 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 that case, um, I think this is a true toss up. And I think um, the the winner is going to be favored in three of their last four games. Winner winner is going to the Rose Bowl. I just want that to be very clear. Winner is going to the Rose Bowl. You think so? Actually, we could win, and they could still take Michigan. I read this whole thing on it today, so let's hope winner goes to the Rose Bowl. That's stupid, especially if especially if especially if they get smoked by Ohio State. Like that's that would be very disappointing to hear. Yeah, no, I know. So we'll. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But, I mean, all in all, I think everyone's really excited. It's going to be a great game, I think, truly. Normally I say that, and then I, like, we'll get off the air, and I'll be like, we'll kill him. But, no, I don't think that's going to happen this game. Um, I'm nervous. Okay. I'm freaking out. I am free- I mean, like, these texts will not stop, and, uh, you know, we'll be around on the board to talk to all y'all. All right. What you have to say. Yeah. Right. Anything else? Do you got anything else big or – um, you know, I, I don't know about big, but I, I, I think I think not enough attention is really being given to MSU's defensive line and just how well they've played this year. And I think that's something that's really worth worth noting. I think it's I think it's notable. Um, but I also think that it's um I I, I think I think there if there's gonna be a surprise, it's because MSU's D line r- really makes a difference. Um, and then on the on the other side of the fence, you know, I, I think well, you know, here. X, I, let's, let's give some X factors. That'll be fun. I mean, my X factor. Yeah. Oh man, if I had to give one on offense and one on defense, 
Oh, I can't say what I want to say. Um, oh, <laughs> I, I okay, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that, that, yeah, that 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 would make a difference. I agree. Yeah. Um, uh, on offense, but, my but, but we, is Connor we Hayward. Talk, we can't talk about that, Ronnie. No, no, we cannot. Uh, my X factor on offense is Connor Hayward, um, and my X factor on defense. Someone who is not an X factor. I think Darius Snow. Okay. I think Darius that's, Snow can have a fun. really, really big game, and people would be sleeping on it. That's a good. That's a. I think that's a. That's a really good one. Um, on on offense, I'm going to pick um, Trey Mosley because I think okay. there's all this attention. I think there's all this attention on the the big two the big two receivers and Walker. Uh, and Mosley is quite. I mean, Mosley's numbers are basically the same as Johnson's for um, for Michigan, and I think he's. I think he's just solid. And I think the his number. He's better than whoever the, Michigan's number three quarterback is. Uh, defensively, it's Crouch. I think he's he's the guy that athletically can make the difference. That he can. He's someone that can get to the edge with Corum, and then get him down. Um. So. You know, if state wins, it'll be because you know I think the run game being shut down for Michigan, but I think that and I think that comes from from good play from Crowd. I think that's all very fair. Yeah, that's fair. Ooh, I'm so. excited. All right, all right. Well, on that note, my friend, uh, I think we're all set. So, w- what was your final score? Twenty four twenty. Twenty four twenty. All right, I got. And you're twenty eight twenty four. Twenty-eight, twenty-four. So we'll, we'll we'll see who's who's price or prices right rules on that one. I guess I like it. All right, go green, go white. We love you, Jay Johnson. We and hope. Mark Satan and wherever Ross Ells is, we love you too. And Jim Bowman. He's probably who knows. Old Country Buffet. All right, adios. I hope everyone enjoys the game. Uh, drive safe. Wear a mask. Be smart. Talk to you later.